When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to the Arsenal Way and yes we are back at you with your daily Arsenal Agenda show, your daily show from 9.30am Monday to Friday and what a Monday morning it is, I know it's Monday but we can wake up with a smile on our face after last night's performance and I'm joined by Chris Davison just to go over the Arsenal topics, Chris how are you mate? I'm feeling good, thank you mate, um, hope you're well, hope everyone tuning in uh, is well as well, I'm, I'm sure everyone is after that performance yesterday and after that result, um, obviously huge for us um and uh yeah obviously um a, a great performance a great way to surround off the weekend and enter a new week uh, another big week for arsenal so um yeah looking forward to diving into the topics today mate oh absolutely i think there's only one place to start and that is on a performance last night now i know we went, we went into depth with the post-match reaction show yesterday but now you've had time to sleep on it all and it just how are you feeling about it this morning well, really pleased. I mean, I mean, there was sort of moments during the match we dropped off a little bit, but you can't sit here and look back and say, oh, we nearly handed the game to Leicester or we nearly let them back in it. I don't think there was any real clear-cut chances for them. Um, they had a couple of decent opportunities to, to maybe create something. I mean, obviously, the, the header from um, a ball into the box, which um, Ramsdale saved um, in... Uh, which obviously awesome fashion as we've become quite used to this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, we managed to keep their their sort of more attacking threat and uh, the, the talented players quiet. You know, James Madison, Harvey Barnes, for example, who we know can create opportunities, score goals. They they, they weren't able to to do much, and you know that's um, all down to the Arsenal defence and the work rate that um we, we endured and yeah I think it was a very quick start wasn't it as well we were right from the off we were on top and um, maybe towards half time we dropped off a little bit but um that quick start was was really crucial because although Leicester weren't at their best and they haven't maybe been at their best for the majority of the season they've still got a lot of quality in their team um and we know that they can pose a threat at any moment so you know the, the the fast start was was crucial, and obviously that led to us getting the corner with us piling on the pressure going forward. We were quite relentless in that aspect, and then that that led to Thomas Partey's header, of course, which which gave us the lead and the, that gave us confidence, sort of a knock to Leicester early on. And um, yeah, I just feel overall we were in we were in control. You know, there wasn't many moments where you thought, oh, you know, Leicester are going to get back in here. Um, we defended well. We looked dangerous moving forward. Of course, there were more moments where you feel as if we could have put the game to bed. But um, look, we, we scored two goals. We kept a clean sheet when we, we brought back the three points. So that's that's all that matters, really. 
Yeah, absolutely. I saw that matters indeed. Two important goals, and it was it really was a big win for us. Quite a statement win as well, because of course Leicester aren't an easy side, but we continue to win, and our form at the moment is excellent. Only Liverpool and Manchester City can match what we are currently doing over the last 11, 10 games or so. And that is big homage to Arteta. And speaking about Arteta, Chris, I think yesterday after the game, the reaction, Arteta's finally receiving a lot of praise, a lot of praise. And people who were criticising him in the past and now finally starting to come aboard. I've seen Jamie O'Hara admit on Twitter that, OK, Arsenal are a decent team now. And it's just this really big respect to Arteta and showing how much of a improvement he has put on the side so far. Look, I think this is one of the things in football, isn't it? You know, when... When your team's playing well and they're on top of the world and pushing for Champions League places, putting in good performances, getting the results, the manager in charge of that team's the best in the world in our in our eyes. And then when things aren't going well, um, he deserves a sack. You know that's that's football. Um, sometimes we can have very short memories, and uh, we need to actually look at the bigger picture um getting Arteta bringing him in back in 2019 was a huge risk of course it was you know it was his first proper managerial job um he was taking over a, a club that was in a bit of a mess really wasn't it the dressing room was divided results were poor had didn't have a lot, enough quality in the team the fan base was very divided as well um it was missing a spark. Um, it was missing energy, passion, fight. And it's taking time. It was never going to, you know, be you know, completed overnight. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, as they say. Um, and this was always going to be the case with, with the project at Arsenal. Um, so many players within the team were not giving 110%. They didn't have the right attitude. We know Arteta and the non-negotiables that he has, the mindset that he has for this team, the vision that he carries with him. It was always going to take a while to to get things ticking and get things moving in the right direction. And slowly but surely, we, we've started to see this happening. And I think now, this season, is, well, the, the healthiest this Arsenal team has been in a very, very long time. And we're, we're seeing now uh, characters within this Arsenal team that are perfect for, for the project and, and what Arteta wants to build. We've got a lot of quality, a lot of young talent. There's just so much to be positive about. And I haven't felt this positive and this encouraged about Arsenal for a very, very long time. And a lot of credit deserves to go Arteta's way because he's the one that's been pushing for it. He's the one that's been overseeing it. From day one, he's had a clear project and a clear vision. And I, I'll hold my hands up. I've been one of them to question his vision and to question his decision-making along the way, uh, to question the decision to hire him, hire him in the first place. But um, yeah, the last summer and this season in particular now, I, I'm starting to see the light a bit more. I don't know about you, Bailey. I'm not sure about other Arsenal fans. But for me, I'm starting to see the light a bit more. Uh, and you get a real sense of direction that this club is heading in now, you know, and, and what they're trying to achieve, what they're pushing for. And if we get Champions League football this season, which is, of course, is looking like a real possibility at the moment, still a long way to go, then um, what an achievement for this football club. What an achievement that Arteta has managed to secure as well. Um, of course, the, the, the staff and all the players deserve massive credit as well, of course, if we do get that far and if we do reach that objective, 
but you get the sense that even if we don't, um, this season's been a massive step in the right direction and things are going, you know, the right way um, and the, the future's looking bright, should I say. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised to see Arteta finally getting the credit he deserves. At all. Mark Sampson seems to agree with you in the comment section. He says, so glad to see us doing well and looking forward to the Amazon series even more. Will be really interesting to see how the team has developed over the season and from behind the scenes. And when you look at the team and how they have developed, I think it's the formation. And there's been a couple of players in particular, one of those being Thomas Party. Now, I think yesterday he was sensational and he has been sensational since January, really, even before he went to AFCON. And he's come back and he's just had the same impact on the team. And that is really crediting him because I remember at the start of the season, he criticized himself, saying he was only putting in four out of ten performances, he was really struggling to stamp his mark in the game. But that we, we're starting to see change, aren't we, now, Chris? Absolutely. Um, I've got a piece coming out on, on Thomas um, at 11 o'clock this morning, actually, which sort of, it's just a, a, an appreciation piece for him, really. And, you know, and um, I think his performance is a sort of um, highlighting the type of new central midfielder that Arsenal need to bring in as well. Um, that's that's what my piece is sort of touching on. Um, but yeah, I mean, to come from, you know, being ridiculed with you know injury problems and and uh failing to find consistency in his game uh even when he wasn't injured and and he was playing a bit more his performance weren't you know reaching the levels that we would expect him to to be reaching and he knew that you know and I think actually it was good of him to actually come out and and, and sort of publicly criticize himself really and he was quite Quite harsh, quite honest. Like you say, he gave himself a four out of ten uh, for his overall display since joining the club. Um, but uh, I think he said, you know, something along the lines of, you know, if I find that consistency, if I manage to get more games under my belt, then um, then then things will get better. And he was he was absolutely spot on, wasn't he? You know, um, over the last few weeks and months in particular, exceptional. Uh, I know Arteta's tweaked the. the the sort of system and, and set up a little bit in the way that um, Party Xhaka are operating in the centre of midfield. Thomas Party's playing that sort of number six role just behind Granite Xhaka, who's had more freedom to to maybe go forward a bit more. Um, and yeah, I think one thing that we've also always noticed with our uh, Thomas Party since he joined the club is you know he's composed on the ball, he's strong. Um, his passing range is really good. He's got great vision. Um, you know, he's not easily um, sort of um, taken off the ball. You know, he's got all the attributes to sort of get in, do the dirty work um, and then get up and make, make things happen for Arsenal moving forward. Um, and I think, you know, the, the fact that he's had a bit more freedom to do that with Xhaka just in front of him, um, has helped him massively, and we're finally seeing the the Thomas party that Arsenal, you know, that made Arsenal buy him, you know, and the the Thomas party, the version of them that has been so consistent for Atletico Madrid over the last few seasons, and, and what made him a a key member under Diego Simeone. So, um, really, really happy for him first and foremost because it, it, he has struggled; it hasn't been easy since he arrived. Um, and it's been frustrating, not just for him, but for us Arsenal fans to not really see the best version of himself. But now I feel as if we finally are doing that and he's reaching 
his best form just as the the whole team is really which is exciting because he's for me you know when he's at his best one of the best central midfielders in the league um and you know with Martin Odegaard we have one of the best playmakers in the league so you know all of them are finding form at a crucial part of the season and when you have top talent like them two in the team they're going to make things happen and um that's that's the most exciting thing about it so yeah credit to our credit to party for sticking with it and um yeah he's been a joy to watch recently Of course, that game against Leicester was big. I mean, you know, the three games in six days, it was worrying Arsenal fans coming into it. But I think that Leicester game has really propelled us now. And with Liverpool and Aston Villa coming up, just how do you think it is important to get points for the top four outlay coming towards the end of it? Every game is absolutely crucial, Bailey. Um, you know, I've been saying for the last couple of weeks that we need to view each one um, as a cup final. Of course, it's important to take um, each game as it comes. You know, we can't, Get ahead, get ahead of ourselves and you know we've got to keep our focus intact that's absolutely crucial um, big games coming up especially in midweek against Liverpool it's going to be a tough one we know that um, and probably since the Man City game at home uh, it's, it's going to be our toughest fixture yet um, but look we 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 gave our absolute best against against them uh, and uh, we nearly got a result um few decisions didn't go our way as well uh, which would have had a massive effect on it also and um look we're in we're in great form the confidence is at an all all-time high we'll have the emirates crowd behind the team once again and um who knows <laughs> i think it will be tight I don't think it's going to be a game where Liverpool come in and, and you know, just take the three points just like that. And, um, you know, it's a walk in the park for them. I think we'll we'll put up a really good fight. We'll cause them some problems. Um, of course, I wouldn't, if we, if we fail to get the three points and if we lose, then I won't look at it and be like, you know, oh, that's, that's not good enough. Um, because we know that Liverpool, Liverpool are miles ahead in terms of where they're at as a team and the quality that they have. Um, but as long as we give 110%, we put up a really good fight, give it our absolute best, and I'll be really pleased. Even if we snatch a point from them, I think it'll be a great result. Um, in terms of Villa as well, we've got that game coming up. Um, in terms of our, our next fixtures, disappointing result for them yesterday away to West Ham. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Steve, Steven Gerrard will be really disappointed with that because we know I mean, he knows that they've got a lot of quality in their team, that yeah, they've got great attacking players that can cause us problems, most notably Philip Coutinho in really good form lately. Um, so they'll be a difficult team to face as well. We'll be away from home for that one. So every game, Bailey, we need to be at our absolute best. We just need to give out our rule. That's all we can ask for as supporters. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm quietly confident, you know, with the form that we're in, the confidence that we have around the place at the moment. I know we're going to give it a really good go and um, yeah, just got to keep our fingers crossed, haven't we? We're in such a good place. We've got a massive advantage in terms of the top four race because of the games in hand too, uh, too of course. So yeah, um, just keep doing what we're doing. I know Arteta has been saying that that's all we can do. Just maintain the focus, concentrate on our own game, take each game as it comes and uh, just go out there, play our, play our football um, and uh, yeah, just obviously hope to, to continue the good form and the confidence that we find ourselves with at the moment. 
Absolutely. No easy game indeed, but we are making it easier for, for us if we do keep performing and getting those wins. And Shane in the comment section agrees. He says, I think the Liverpool game has come at a good time. Obviously, it would be great to get a win or even a draw for that matter. But even if we lose, it will be a good reality check for our young group. I'm just going to touch on to the comment section before we do before we do leave here, here Chris. And uh, Vickery says, morning, guys. Happy we got the win, but disappointing we didn't sub off our key players earlier. How worried are you guys on on an increased risk of injury due to the lack of rotation over the next two, two games? I know we touched on this yesterday a little bit, Chris, but are you a bit worried about the lack of substitutions and the, and the frequency of games coming up at the moment? I mean, I must admit at the time I was a little bit worried with Bacayo in particular because he, he kept getting fouled. He was picking up a, a few um, a few knocks um, and uh, it was getting to the point where I was saying to you, wasn't I, and, and um, Hush, who was on shift with us yesterday, that I think we need to take him off because if not, we're going to regret the, not taking him off, really. Um, it was being targeted a little bit, as he often is, because obviously he's quick with his feet. He's, he's a great dribbler. Um, takes on his man quite a lot and he's a massive threat for our attack. So I can see why, you know, um, he was picking up quite a few fouls. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose with us 2-0 up, we could have made uh, a, a few changes a little bit sooner. Obviously, you had uh, Pepe Smith-Rowe on the bench. I know both of them did come on in the end. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, with the lack of threat that Leicester were, were providing and the control that we seem to have in the game, um, I was a little bit surprised that those changes weren't made a little bit sooner. But um, there's nothing we can do about it now. It is what it is. I I'm sure the club will be assessing any knocks and injuries over the next couple of days. Hopefully, Sack is OK, um, uh, as well as everyone else. And uh, they're, they're feeling fresh and ready for the fight come Wednesday. But as I was saying, we uh, did touch on it last night after the game. We're, we're lucky to have Smith-Rowe back. Obviously, that's a huge boost for us. We know he's a player that can cause problems for the opposition, works hard, is very talented, lots of energy. So um, that's that's a welcome return. And Pepe, we know that he's, he can make an impact off the bench as well. So um, it, we've got options if we need to rotate. Um, but uh, as you asked me last night, Bailey, if I'm Arteta, I'm looking to, to keep things the same, um, it, really, because why change things when when uh, we're playing well and things are working um i'm a big believer in keeping things you know pretty much how they are when um when results are going well and performances are are good so um yeah unless it's absolutely necessary um i wouldn't be looking to change anything for the for the liverpool game yeah, I'm, I'm, agree. I'm in agreement with you. I think, uh, as I said, next year we'll be playing Champions League and rotation won't be too regular. So we might as well get used to it now and try to play our strongest squad. So I'm with you in that boat there, Chris. And uh, Graham Cordwell asked Bailey and Chris, a bit of a left field suggestion here, but would it be worth making an offer for Saul Niguez? I know he hasn't played much at Chelsea. He was part of a partnership at Aleko Party. Now, for me, if he didn't join Chelsea this year, I would be like, OK, this is interesting here. We need a number eight. Saul and Party done very well at Atletico Madrid, but... I think this season has proved that I don't think he would be just the right side. And I think that firstly, there's a reason why Aleko Madrid let him go out on loan. Secondly, his performances at Chelsea haven't been great. I think he struggled to adapt to the Premier League. And I think we can get someone a bit better in the number eight position. So I think I'll defraid it for now. Despite it is a good suggestion. It is a good suggestion. I think if you start at Aleko Madrid, it was something I would definitely explore. But I think his performances at Chelsea this season are shown. I don't think he would be the right number eight signing. But it is definitely a good shout, to be fair. Uh, Chris Sander asks, do you start Smith-Rowe against Villa so he can score hat-trick against his summer admirers? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, obviously, it depends on on um, how uh, Martinelli continues to do. Obviously, I think he was great again yesterday. Um, Odegaard's in the form of his life. You, you, because Saka's undroppable. It's going to be difficult for Smith-Rowe to get back into this starting eleven straight away, um, despite his obvious, his obvious talent and quality and what he brings to the team. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see how things go over the next few weeks. Um, if he continues to to impress in training, um, maybe if he he plays well against Liverpool during the week, then who knows? But um, yeah, I, I feel as if it would be harsh to drop any of the the the, the attackers based on current form, um, based on how well they're doing and the contributions they're making. But um, yeah, it would be quite quite nice, wouldn't it, if he was to make an appearance against Villa and and put on a masterclass. Um, and yeah, I mean, he might put on a masterclass and Villa come back in for him in the summer, Bailey. But the the good thing about that is I'll only bid about five million for him. Um, so um, not the end of the world if they do. He's uh, he's he's um, he's ours and he's he's here to stay. Um, so uh, yeah, um, but yeah, that it would be good, wouldn't it? It would be good. Yeah, he's not going anywhere, Phil. I can tell you that right now. But yeah, that would be excellent for him to see, to score hat trick. But they have Coutinho, so you, they can have they can keep Coutinho and they have of course Emiliano Bendia, so they can keep those two. I think we're pretty happy with Smith Rowe and Erdogan. But guys, we are going to end the show there as we have run out of time. Make sure you leave a comment and keep subscribing as we are almost at 10k. We want to hit 10k this week, guys. So share it to your friends, share it to your Arsenal friends. Tell them that. The Arsenal way are here. Bailey, Chris, and TC, and many more people are providing excellent content for you for some more Arsenal news. Thank you, Chris, also for joining the show, mate. Thanks, Bailey, mate. Pleasure as always. Can only reiterate what you said there. So close to 10K. So please do um, share, spread the message about us and what we're we're, we're building here. Um, and um, we, we appreciate the support as always. And uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in, getting involved this morning. Hope you all have a great day. Thank you, guys. And of course, most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way.